Just a Little Shady, episode 15, take one. <laughs> I know, Lottie, that was you scary. You scared our special guest. We had to bring Lottie on the podcast. I've actually saw, saw, seen comments of people requesting this very moment. Have they? Yes. She looks so intrigued by me right now. <laughs> She's just staring into my soul. Is she looking at Peter Evans? Oh my God. I think she likes Peter. I don't know. That's the same Peter that Wolf tried to devour <laughs> last She's year. devising her plan. <clears throat> I think she's pissed because it's so bright in here. <laughs> she's like, what's going on? Well, yeah. and I feel like her and Wolf used to like hanging out in this room. I feel like they really don't get to do that anymore. She definitely used to like coming in here. I feel like I would randomly yeah. find her in here. And now I feel like she gravitates towards Evan's office. Yeah, so... I have seen comments asking for her to come on. She's probably the cutest thing you'll ever see on this podcast. I mean, and people have been asking for a guest, and here you go. What, what you, more could you ask for? Lottie, what do you have to say to the people? <laughs> <clears throat> and you heard it here first. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible content we're producing <laughs> over here. Oh, God. groundbreaking stuff! Really, you know what? Not that much has happened in the past week. I guess there's been a few things. Um, <clears throat> really, let's start with one that is something I've been watching. Something. <laughs> I was gonna ask a question. I was gonna say something that I haven't been watching. I don't know what, what? I'm saying. <laughs> The delusions are getting more and more severe. I was, I don't know what I was going to try to say. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. Is it? Well, including, including Lottie. Mainly I was concerned that we didn't hit record on the sound button and got kind of distracted. It's recording. <laughs> <laughs> so as I was saying something, I was like, something. So... It's not like last week where we literally did not turn on one whole camera and had to restart. No, not like that at all. <laughs> that was quite miserable. Tragic. Um, Again, small potatoes. Um, You know what, though? There's a saying that if that's the worst thing that happens to you today, then you've got it made. We really do. And you know what? We can we can fully accept that. That is true. Um, what was I going to say about this week? What I'm watching. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You you started singing to me. I felt <laughs> a little uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> you looked me dead in the eyes and we're like, something. No, Just be thankful the board's recording. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. Okay. Um, no, so I'm watching The New Love is Blind. And you have told me before you have not watched it. No, I have not. If anyone else is uncultured in the Netflix world, dun, dun, bah, bah. <laughs> we've decided that we're going to do our own sound effects. So don't be alarmed. Um, it's a very good Netflix show. It's very popular. They're already on season three. And 
basically people go in pods, they date for two weeks, they're basically speed dating a bunch of people, and then if they choose one, they have to propose, then they get to see them, then they live together for I think four weeks, and if then they walk down the aisle, they can choose to say yes or say no. Best part about the show is once everyone gets engaged, sometimes there are people that were going to go with other people, but then once they see their actual person with the other person that they didn't choose, they wish they would have chose the other one based on looks. They can do that? They can't. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess they could. Does it happen? They will talk about... So the couple's get together, they see the person finally, and a lot of them talk about how they're having a hard time connecting with, you know, the person that they envisioned and the actual physical body and their personality and putting them together. And so they get like two days with each other before they bring everybody together. And then they all remember each other um, from talking and they see the face and they like, you know, and they'll have them in a confessional being like, yeah, so they're actually really good looking and, you know, whatever. And they'll talk about it. And so no one has really left their person for the other person. I don't know if it's an option, but they've talked about being attracted, more attracted to the person that they didn't choose. Dang. Based on, yeah, not personality. So I don't know if love is blind, but... um. It was so funny because this season, before I started watching it, I saw a clip on TikTok of the guy. And this goes back to like all reality shows, how producers, it is literally their job to embarrass you and cause drama. Like That's what they're there for. That's right. literally probably and their descri- job description. For some reason, one of the guys on the show thought that they were just on his side and going to make him look so good. And he goes in the confessional after being rejected by the girl he was talking to in the pod. And they left it rolling, showing him putting in tears in his eyes so that he would look like he was crying about the girl. That's so bad. They hold him, man. They hold him. And I'm curious with that, if that's something that they've had other contestants do or other people on reality shows use those type of eye drops and he just thought it was the norm. I mean and then he just got outed. I mean, he clearly thought for whatever reason that they weren't gonna put it in there. And it was funny too because the girl that rejected him actually was saying she's like, there's something that just feels off. You know, he's saying all the right things. He's doing all the right things. And for some Not reason, wrong. her gut freaking told her that this guy was being fake. She, like, caught on. And everyone in the comments was like, give this guy an Oscar, man. He's good. <laughs> like, he obviously went on there to act or whatever. Um, and I don't know if what's going to happen because Netflix is doing the thing with this show where they only release some and then, oh, Yeah. A lot of streaming services are doing this. I know some where they will release one episode every single week on the streaming service. Nothing pisses me off more. Yeah, I feel like like that's not your thing. 
Well, I feel like what is the point of a Netflix? It's just like cable then. If I've got to wait, it's 2022. I've got no attention span and I want it now. I feel uh, like they want to build up the hype around the series. Does it? And not you, give all the spoilers away but, right away. But do you think that it's ever detrimental? Because sometimes I get so irritated that I literally won't go back and watch the rest because I'm like, it took too long. Yeah, I've gotten that way with certain shows too where I'll get bored of them or I forget what happens. It happened with Pretty Little Pretty Little Liars. I watched a bunch of seasons and then eventually it felt like there was too long in between seasons and I wouldn't go back to it. However, I feel like nowadays with all of the TikTok updates and the recaps of shows and episodes that happen there, it gives it time to hype up more. It gives it more time to get the show hyped well, up, guess, to get people talking about it. I guess in this case, it worked in their favor because I literally didn't know that the third season was out until I saw this guy fake crying on there and how the producers hoed him. And I was exactly. like, okay, I've got to see what else. There's always a character, like one character on Love is Blind. And it, I mean, he's not really on it anymore, but... I was just like, okay, I've got to see who it is this time. Exactly. And if they put all the episodes out at once, everything would have been leaked and you could probably watch the highlight reel of the entire season on TikTok without ever having to go to Netflix. So I'm sure that's why they do it. I've watched entire movies they on can TikTok. Have, they can have their reasoning, but it can still piss me off. <laughs> And it will. Truth is truth. Truth is truth. No, but the other thing about Love is Blind, um, well, first of all, there was one other funny thing that is going around on TikTok and I saw it. So spoiler, I guess, but I already kind of spoiled one thing. Um, The girl, the one girl was working out in the pod because, you know, you can't see them. You can only hear their voice. So she was working out while the guy was crying and telling her something, he's like, yeah, I finally feel comfortable to be vulnerable. And he's crying. And she was literally doing jumping jacks. How <laughs> disrespectful. <laughs> well, he like ended it with her because of that. And I I don't want to give the whole spoiler. Okay. But jumping he, jacks. Yeah. And then he literally at the end was like, she goes, thank you for sharing that. And he goes, I'm surprised you could hear it over your jumping jacks. So he knew. And she's like, oh, you could hear that? <laughs> jumping jacks is one of the loudest exercises you could choose to do if you were going to do that. That is the most, like, the least discreet oh, yeah. workout you could do. It was, no, it was one of those things where when they first started showing it, I thought it was a producer edit. Like I was hoping in my soul that this girl was actually not working. Like I thought maybe they were clipping her from another time, time and working putting it out and then, and then him while talking. he was talking. But no, when he said that at the end, I was like, oh my God, it was real. <laughs> like she was really doing that. Um, but also apparently Love is Blind is being cast in Metro Detroit. That's a little alarming. But what's going to be interesting, so they what they do is each season is in a different city. Right. And they film the whole thing in that city because once they're out of the pods and they go to the real world for like the four weeks to see if they're going to get married, they 
wanted everybody who lived in the same city so that it's your real life to see how you're going to interact with your real everyday life and this person. So they'll be filming in Metro Detroit for the whole season. And what if someone we know or know of is on it? It's absolutely going to happen that we know somebody or know somebody who knows somebody that is on the show. Well, they only picked... I think six cities total to be a part of Love is Blind. And, and they De- us. Yeah, and Detroit was one of them. Uh, how far along in casting do you think they are? I don't know. We got to get our friends on there. I know. It would be hilarious. We have some friends that would be like they're made to be on reality TV, I swear. <laughs> uh, they would probably beg to differ, but that would make it even more funny. Oh, yeah. The the one person I'm thinking of literally does not watch TV. Really? (laughs) Yeah. He would be great. It would be amazing. It'd be hilarious. He'd be super out of place. We need need to get him on there. But he'd be there for the right reasons. (laughs) He would be there for love. (laughs) Aren't they all? (laughs) Sure. Insert fake (laughs) tears. One second. Let me let Lottie out because I feel bad. Okay. I, Hi, think, I think she wants to sleep, but she can't. She was just she's yawning. <laughs> she's like, what's going on? Please hold. We're going to exit the cuteness. Welcome back. Thank you. That was honestly, she was being so cute when I walked her out too. I felt guilty. She was being really sweet. But I felt like I was holding her hostage here. <laughs> like she was just like wanting to sleep, but there's not. We need a bigger chair. Um. Anyway, so yeah. That is something that happened this week. This part of our weekly recap. Also part of the weekly recap. I feel like everyone in their mother knows about this, but Taylor Swift released Midnight's. And we'll just make our conclusions quick because we must confess that neither one of us have listened to the whole album, which we are typically people who will we are, but we are we're Swifties. I would say, I don't know if I am. Not that I'm. I am a fan of Taylor Swift. Absolutely. I don't know if I. I do not know if I classify. I, mean, I don't. You're not know. wrong because it's a lot. It's a lot. It's it's one of those things where I felt like if I was gonna do it, I literally needed to take out a pen and paper and write notes of what. <laughs> Like, it's not just listening, it's decoding. And yeah. it's to the point where I feel like if I don't do that, I'm not doing her justice. You I know what agree. I'm saying? No, I have not listened to the album for that exact reason, that it feels daunting, the thought of listening to all of it. And I feel like just listening to it is not enough anymore. I need to have no decoded every single Easter egg, every single post is, she's made. I don't think it's necessarily her that's made it that way i feel like people just come up with things and she's like yes Mm -hmm. i am that genius that i thought (laughs) of all those little things and then everyone's thinking there's every word has a meaning we were literally joking about this before it's like freaking deciphering the national national yeah national Treasure. treasure um there's dog hair on my mic now oh I mean, that adds up. <laughs> well, it was tickling my chin. I'm like, what the hell? Um, anyways, so yeah, that's um, something that we didn't do this this week. And I just don't know if I will do it. 
I feel like I'll get around to it eventually. Just yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe not right now. I actually forgot to mention this to you. I think it's a really big thing right now. The Watcher on Netflix. I've heard that that is. Are you going to say scary? Yeah. Because I didn't know it was scary. You didn't know it was no. scary? And so I thought it was just kind of like a reenactment docuseries no, kind of thing. No, it's, it's based on true stories. Yes, I know. So that's why I thought it was just going to be, I thought it was going to be more like the Jeffrey Dahmer thing where, no. which that was scary, but in a different way. And we started watching it last night. And literally had to turn it off because yeah. I was so scared and I didn't know it was scary. So I was not prepared for that at all. Yep. At all. So if you're going to watch that, if you're going to watch The Watcher, make sure you know and are prepared because it is scary. I hear it's like chilling and super alarming, especially if you have children. Perfect. Um, So you've been do warned. Do dogs count? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they are children. Um, Anyway, so yeah, I started watching that. I don't know where it's going. I don't like that it's scary and based on true events and you've been warned. Um, Another thing we warned everybody about was that Tom Brady may not perform well, seeing as though he is having some turmoil in his relationship with what we could classify as a possible what she has been called. We didn't call her this. It was nope, she, we just someone it. else on it. A witch. And, you know, we were joking around that how is this going to affect his career? You know, we could call her a manifester. Whatever she did, he has it's not working. scored a touchdown in his in the last, last game. Yeah, in the last game. Not a single touchdown. Playing against a team where he probably should have been able to score a touchdown or two. The team was doing worse than the Lions, I think. You can interpret that information however you want. But we said we would update because we brought that up a couple weeks ago. And we're watching for it. And we are, we're keeping our promise. We're paying attention. We are officially, I wouldn't say we are Tom Brady stands, but we are, we're following along. (laughs) No, I feel like we're, yeah, yeah, he could be cursed. I don't know. We've talked about him, arguably, (laughs) of all the topics that we've discussed on the podcast, I think we've talked about Tom Brady the most. It's not about him, though. I find it so interesting (laughs) that literally he's married to this lady and everyone's like, oh, yeah, she's the one who, like, manifests him doing so good. And that's why he always wins and everything like that. And now first time there could potentially be fights going on, which we don't know what's going on in their real life, but. You know, we've heard some things about this, you know, divorce papers or divorce lawyers or whatever. And then now all of a sudden he can't score one touchdown. That's not a coincidence. That's just facts. And so whatever. We're just saying. And we'll just let the facts be facts. And you can do with that information what you will. Um. <laughs> anyways, speaking of spooky, um... Let's talk about some of our past Halloween costumes. I feel like you always had really good Halloween costumes growing up. I think that we both had a couple that were ahead of the time. For example, I was a pumpkin back then. I feel like that's coming back. That is. You were a brat stall. I was a brat stall. That's coming back. That is. 
I recreated one of mine, which was the half angel, half devil. I loved that one. And so I was that when we were younger and, and, you know, I brought that back. But in case you don't have time to, you know, create a whole thing and bring your old costumes back. For example, you know, this past weekend, I actually went to a last minute Halloween gathering and I did not have a costume. So I just did face makeup. Can't go wrong with that. And, you know, I feel like we could give some advice to to the people of, you know, if you're like us this year, slacking in every single category behind, Mm -hmm. not on top of it, Mm -hmm. we can give you (laughs) those are our sound effects. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, um, we'll give some suggestions because I feel like it's honestly even sometimes better when you just do like makeup. So I did clown makeup. And I just put my hair in two pigtails. It was cute. And it, you know, it was giving clown. It it was. I wasn't there and I knew it was giving clown. I sent you a photo. <laughs> um, and also in the past, I've done this a few times. Didn't have anything, wore all black and just put cat makeup on. Yeah. Easy. When in doubt, I feel like all black with some kind of, you know, yeah. something to you zhuzh it up. You could do a jack-o'-lantern makeup. You could. you could do the classic skeleton makeup. Oh, skeleton's good. You, you could can... do, um, Evan did this this past weekend because he also did not have a costume, a werewolf. Yeah, that's a good werewolf one too. makeup. On um, the topic of all black outfits, you could wear all black, get a hat, like a witch's a witch. hat. Yeah, be a witch hat. That's a good one. Um, if you don't want to do makeup and you just want to use clothes that you already have, I thought of this after the fact of this weekend, and I was kind of upset, but you could do a cowgirl or a cowboy. I had a cowgirl hat. I had boots. I had a cow print top. Yeah, because that's super trendy right now, too. All of that. And that just went right over my head. Um, We already said the witch. You could do a vampire. Easy. Easy. Um, You can really wear whatever with that. But I saw a modern vampire, and it was basically... Someone wearing fangs and then pajamas because you know how like vampires don't want to go out or whatever. Oh, that's cute. I thought that was cute. Um, Very clever. A zombie. You said you were this before. You just ripped up a shirt. Yep. Put some red paint on it and was on my way. (laughs) I don't know why this is on our list. What is it? Oh, (laughs) Honestly, I wasn't. Real, I was just trying to think of things. I'm like, we've got some good lists going here. And I said ghosts. And I <laughs> I wrote agreed. it down. I agreed. I typed it out. I put it on the sheet. But I would like you to now um, explain how this would be executed in action. Yeah. I just put a sheet on. Cut some holes I in it. I feel like in theory, <laughs> that's a good idea. But in reality... What do you have against what do you have against it? I just feel like it would the sheet would fall off. I've never seen someone actually execute the sheet ghost. That's not our problem. <laughs> Listen, we've got the ideas. You execute it. Um <laughs> And finally <laughs> And then we also said punk rocker. I don't know. I don't know. I was picturing like Travis Barker or something. She I- says we um Use the term we loosely. Haley said punk rocker. What do you mean? You could easily get some 
if you don't already have tattoos, get some tattoos. Oh from yeah, Amazon. just roll up to the tattoo a shop. A pirate? You could be a pirate. Oh, I was pirates that, kill. Yeah, I did that the get one time. Get a little puffy sleeve action. <laughs> puffy sleeve. Okay. Um, actually, I was a pirate one year. It was really easy. I yeah. just wore a corset top and put a bandana on and put a had a little a sword. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then <laughs> whatever. Some boots. Anyways, that's cute. I like it. Honestly, that almost led me to getting some tattoos. For real? I really liked the sleeve. You would get you would get tattoos. This. What am I just gonna go all in just a whole sleeve? I mean, Can you imagine me with the sleeve? I mean, at the time for my costume, it did look kind of cool. It did. You look you look tough, but I don't think I could actually do it. I mean, I feel like you have to match that aesthetic if i don't know if there is an aesthetic anyone can get a tattoo i have tattoos and to this day (laughs) i would question them i (laughs) like my tattoos some of them i i don't even know what all of yours are anymore i know the one i know three okay i have Uh one Uh uh-huh i have my mom's handwriting Two. Where is that one? On my side. Okay, okay. I never see that one. No, I don't either. I don't see any of them. And then I have one on my wrist that's white ink, and it was supposed to be a lightning bolt, but it um just kind of looks. I like I can a imagine scar. that white ink <laughs> would kind of look Can't like even a see scar. It. <laughs> oh, it was a good thought. It yeah, was good I was being theory. pressured into another tattoo, and I was like, I'll just do something little. This was better than what it could have been that day. Yeah. You know what's funny? How, I want to say how much our Halloween experiences have changed over the years. Yet stayed the same. But when you really think about it, all we are is in a different location, doing yeah. the same old, same old things, and we're just a little older. Yeah. But I do have some funny stories about Halloween. Oh, I know you do. I'm excited. In college. I'm excited to um, So first of all, I just have to say this too. You know, this weekend I said I went to a party last minute. Why? I mean, I know why, but why do hangovers when you're older? I feel like past 21, they just get so much worse every time you drink. I I learned about this the other day. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say this either. You know why it gets worse? It's because our metabolism is slowing down. So we're processing the alcohol at a slower rate, which increases the severity of our hangover. That adds up. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, it's like I lose a day. Yeah. And it's just not worth it. It really isn't. It's just not worth it. But anyways, um, so back in college. <laughs> oh, gosh. When I would not be hungover debilitating for a day, de- debilitatingly hungover for a day, I swear, I swear. It was like when I turned 22. So from 21 to 22, golden. No 20, hangovers? No hangovers. 22 on bad hangovers. absolutely terrible 
and anxiety through the roof. That's My the anxiety worst part. gets worse That's by the day. That's the worst part. But anyways, so back in the day when we could when we could have fun um, and not pay the consequences. R.I.P. My first real Halloween party was at school and we went to a house party and we didn't really know whose house it was. We just knew it was a house party. Safe. I feel like at MSU, that's kind of how it was though. It was just like a bunch of house parties and you kind of just go. Yeah. But of course we walk in and I swear to God, it was like the year and the year above that of our high school. I could, I can picture that. And I was like, wow, I cannot escape. And then after about three minutes of being there, a fight breaks out. I'm like, wow, we fight. I'm going to tell you who to after, but anyway, (laughs) so, you know, um, anyway, so, yeah, fight breaks out. I'm like, wow, great party. But then the next year, it got even worse because we went to a frat house. And remember in the last thing, we were talking about how the houses are so old. Yeah. So they tell us, oh, yeah, like you got to go up the stairs, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So the stairs are about this big. Perfect. Um, So small and almost non-existent, super steep and all wood. So you have people just spilling drinks on the stairs and you're somehow supposed to go up and down them. And so on the way up, I literally was thinking in my head, this is not going to be good because I could barely walk up them. And, you know, it's it's hard to fall up the stairs, but it's doable. Mm-hmm. I've fell up the stairs before. Um, and so when we came back down, thankfully, I went first because if not, I would have taken out everybody. I took one step, shoe slipped, I fucking down every single (laughs) stair. Yes. And first of all, that's embarrassing as it is, but in a costume. What were you? Barely nothing. I mean, I I had on fishnets. I had on on fishnet shorts, so my bare leg was scraping down the wood (laughs) stairs. And, um, some kind of corset. I feel like I was a teacher or something. I don't know. Maybe I had like a white button up on. I don't remember. It's a blur from the first year and the second year. But anyways, so that's where we used to be in Halloween. And I don't know how much we've progressed, but at least with our friends, we do things a little differently, I I would say, at parties. And I feel like we could kind of, we could give the people a couple ideas about, about what we do. What we do. What the happenings are. <laughs> Well, I mean, I feel as if our friends start traditionally, yeah, like the traditional party route, some flip flip cup, cup, some mingling, some what mingling. (laughs) We're talking with each other, (laughs) you know, like nothing's too crazy. Bingling, (laughs) (laughs) some beer pong, some, Some, you you know, know, the normal things. But after, you know, about an hour or so of that. I think the focus of this really needs to be what we really do. And that is inevitably karaoke. And I think that's what really sets us apart from a normal party. And it's every time. We somehow always manage to have, you know, 
a microphone on deck ready to go. It's no accident. It's no accident. We but, want it to happen. But it's not like, it's not even traditional karaoke. It's like put on every song that everyone <laughs> knows all the words to and whoever has the mic is screaming into the mic. However, everyone else is also participating. It's not one person goes up and sings their soul to you. It is everyone screaming and just passing the mic, grabbing it, yeah. yelling into the mic. And that is what we do for fun. And, it, you know, it's, it's... I have a good time every time. It's, it's never not been fun. It's between that or everyone who's already been at the party for hours going out of the room and entering one by one as someone announces them on the microphone as if they are a basketball player coming full into stats. a game. <laughs> yeah, full stats, everything. And so, you know, we always end up somehow with a microphone. And and we use it effectively. Yeah, it's it's an effective party plan. So feel free to take that. Yeah. The bottom line here is if you're having boring parties, get a microphone and you're going to have way more fun. I think my my go-to, if I have a say in what gets on the mic when I'm grabbing it, is super bass. That's your karaoke go-to? I think so. See, mine, Like it gets the people going. It does. And this is a song I thought got the people going. <laughs> and really? It's if you know what I'm about to say, know, because I've know, shared this before, um, my go-to karaoke song is Family Affair. Incredible. Yes, it is incredible. You're it's probably a, the only person that's ever said that ever. I love that song. I mean, I, I do too. I practiced that song in my car. And one time at work, I was asked what my go-to karaoke song was. And I feel like, you know, people usually get hype when people talk about their karaoke song. They're like, oh, that's a good one. And I said my karaoke song, and I thought it was, you know, the cat's pajamas. And it was crickets. Not a single person thought that was a good idea or said anything about it. And then they just moved on to the next question. I think you may have just thrown them for a loop. It's because such a good I've song. never heard. It's always like picture by kid rock and cheryl crow Boring. or like you know what i mean it's like the typical ones and then there's you <laughs> like let's get, get it crunk up on the <laughs> it's so fun. like once uh, you hear it you're like that's to dance for me don't need no oh okay okay you're gonna get us demonetized <laughs> sorry <laughs> we're gonna get flag copyright um no more of that anyway <laughs> incredible um yeah, so that's kind of what we plan to do this weekend. And, Big plans. you know, <laughs> super important <laughs> and meaningful. Um, Anyways, no, that's that's pretty much it. We didn't do much this past week, I feel like. No. You were unwell. Yeah. I was, I don't know what the hell I was doing. You were bored because I was unwell, so you shouldn't have much you to do. You know what the funny thing about that is? I literally have to say to Evan, he'll be like, oh, are you doing anything with your friends? I go, who? I go, I have two. One's in another state. And one, if if you're busy, then what am I supposed to do? Then what? I know. And he he says this all the time. I mean, I do. I mean, there's math. There's, yeah. But, you know, like when we actually do activities, you know, 
I've got about I could count on one hand. Gangs all here. <laughs> yeah, literally, SpongeBob. like the SpongeBob thing. That's me. And so he'll be like, "Oh yeah, what are you doing?" It's like you know what I'm doing because you've either seen Brittany or she's you know, not here, or she's not here. <laughs> and so that's where we are. Um, yeah. So I didn't really do much except the unexpected Halloween party, and you know that was fun. Yeah, that's other fun. than that, um, I worked, and that's life, and. With that note, let's get into our last, we're ending spooky season for, for the podcast. Very sad about this, but I'm kind of excited to get back to Shady Stories. I do miss them a bit. Me too. I kind of miss the Playa Playa activity. Yeah, we, we haven't heard about a Playa Playa in months. We'll get back to that. It'll be good. It'll be fun. There, The set might just be, you know, a little plain. Maybe we'll get a turkey. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to get to the spooky stories for our last bit. Make sure you're still submitting the shady stories though, too. Mm-hmm. And I will read the first spooky story. Let's do it. I have this strange hobby of checking out cemeteries. Although I have never previously vi- had any weird experiences In particular, there is this old and small cemetery from the 19th century that is really close to where I live. It was semi-abandoned, so I decided to try to take care of it. I would frequently visit the cemetery and try to glue some of the broken headstones back together. One day, when I was trying to mend one of the headstones, I felt this intense feeling of being watched. I scanned around the cemetery and saw a woman in a blue dress sitting behind one of the headstones peeking out at me. I walked toward the headstone, and the woman seemed to just vanished. I looked around the headstone and all around the cemetery, which was only about 40 feet long and wide and is fenced around, and I saw absolutely no sign of anyone. How the cemetery is laid out, there's only one way to enter and exit, so if someone would have come in or left, I definitely would have seen them. I was so creeped out by that experience that I refused to go back to that cemetery. Fast forward a few years, I had sort of chalked up the entire vanishing cemetery lady to be my eyes playing tricks on me until I was talking with one of the people in my neighborhood that lives close to the cemetery, and she told me how she has seen a woman in a blue dress wandering the cemetery and vanishing. Mind you, I'd never told her about my experience with the lady, so to me, that confirms I may very well have seen some sort of spirit. That is very spooky. I, for one, don't think that I would personally choose to hang out in a cemetery alone. I feel like the moral of the story is probably don't do that i would be (laughs) terrified i feel like this situation aside i would be making up scenarios in my head and constantly feel like something was going on in there yeah there's definitely some underlying um you know spookiness to just being at very the cemetery yeah but definitely i would say this is like a seven out of ten yeah i would say seven spooky it didn't happen in their own home they were able to avoid the situation <laughs> for the rest of their life um yeah so i, I agree mean, with seven but but probably recommend not not going to cemeteries because i i feel like you're you're bound for another situation like this to occur i would i would stray away from there <laughs> that was me <laughs> uh. All right, spooky story number two. Dun, 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 dun. 
My parents' house is an old house that used to be a military unit in World War II. My father was born there, so he used to tell us stories about a man with a wooden leg that lived in our attic that he and his sister would hear walking. Every now and then, but we never believed him. Three years ago, my brother brought home a husky. One night, we were playing video games and the dog wakes up and jumps on the couch like he was chasing something on the ceiling, rushing from one corner of the room to another and kept staring at the ceiling so focused that he didn't hear us calling him. He stayed not moving at all and looking at the same spot for five minutes and we couldn't distract him at all. We were confused because there was nothing in the room, not a single fly or any moths. A couple weeks go by and my brother sent me a picture of that room with two handprints and a footprint mark on the wall near the ceiling telling me that our house is haunted and maybe that's why our dog kept seeing things. I thought that he was just wanting to prank me so I went home and I actually saw the printings on the wall and none of them would match our hands or footprints. So We couldn't even reach that high to put our hands up there anyways. Still creeps me out to this day and our husky still acts like this sometimes. That's very spooky. This person also continues the story by saying... (laughs) I was so confused. No, I just wanted to pause before because the second piece kind of goes off into like different... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's not like fully with the story... But this person that wrote in said, I'm from Romania, which is Dracula's country. And people there are used to stories like this. And some people in other regions of the country go to cemeteries. They dig up the bodies of a loved one, if they appear in their dreams, and stick them with a wooden stick into their heart of the dead body so the spirit can't haunt them anymore. And that is morbid. And I can't believe that that is real. So this was like two parts. Like one part is the spooky story within the house, which I would give at least a nine out of 10 because there is physical evidence that there was a ghost there. And then part two is why are we digging up graves? Isn't that illegal? I think that's super illegal, but Uh, I mean, maybe not there. Yeah, I don't know. Um, First of all, I feel a little personally attacked by that since we literally were just talking about my pa- my grandparents that passed away visiting me in my dreams. Like, what? So they would just be like, okay, time to go. Here's your stick. Like, what the hell is that? And then, um, yeah, but with the dogs and s- seeing things, we always get creeped out. If the dogs aren't, like, looking above us or yeah, over like, us, we're like, where are you looking? What are you looking Knock at? Knock it off. And... You know, sometimes Wolf will be doing that. And I'm like, mm-mm. No. Not well, today. I feel like Wolf does it more than Lottie. Yeah. And it freaks me out. He'll just stare into the distance. I'm like, we need to cut that out. <laughs> we are going to bed. Yeah. So that's definitely a 9 out of 10 at the house. A confusion out of 10. Question with, mark. With the, with the digging of the bodies. Um. I guess I need to know more about the Dracula story. Yes, we need to look to, into that. Yeah, to see what that's we all need- about. Oh, and by the way, update. I did look up the hotel in Cabo to see you if did? it was haunted. And I found nothing. 
ghosts are wiping it from the internet. <laughs> yeah, they're on their keyboards and they are erasing it. Mm-hmm. Just like the one with my tape recorder. Don't Spooky. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Um, we've done a lot of sound effects. Um, I will go into the third one. Let's do it. Okay. Last spooky story of the season. Okay, here we go. I grew up in North St. Louis County, just across the Mississippi River from Alton, Illinois. Alton is known as the most haunted small town in America. When I was around 18, I went on a tour of haunted locations in Alton. There was an old elementary school that had been closed for many years. However, when it was open, there had been a janitor there who took the life of a girl in the restroom. Then he took his own life in the boiler room. When we were on our tour, we got to the restroom and the guide told us to walk around and guess where the girl had died. There were stalls in the center of the room, so we were able to walk in a circle all the way around them. When I walked past a stall in the back corner, I felt two open hands push against my chest with enough force to make me take a step backwards. That was a stall where the girl had died. Fast forward X amount of years and I was on some YouTube rabbit hole. I found a video from one of those exact ghost hunting from a ghost hunting show of the exact same school. When they went into the restroom, the exact thing happened in the exact same spot where it happened to me years before. They had also not been told where the girl had died. I That is assault by a ghost. I'm so disturbed though by how they were just touring this elementary school and the tour guides were just like yeah guess where she died well i think that's kind of they so do that spooky to, i think the point is when you're on those things you kind of you have an idea of what happened so they're like oh guess you know whatever yeah um but yeah that that's a nine out of ten from me a nine see i would say this for me is more like an eight because it didn't happen within their home or where they resided. So they were able to leave the situation and leave it behind. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess an eight, I guess a nine. Um, You know what's funny though? The YouTube ghost hunting. I feel like it's, it's probably more, you know, realistic than... The shows on the TV. The super produced shows. And I just love that this is their evidence of like, yes. This is real. It's true. I saw it on YouTube. I mean, I I bet YouTube isn't having people put teardrops in people's eyes to make them cry. Oh, no no producers. <laughs> just just raw emotion. Yeah, exactly. Well, I still don't like... Um, the thought of that. And I don't think I would ever go on a ghost tour like that. You don't? I mean, okay, here's the thing. I've gone on ghost tours of cities, but not where you actually go into, oh, into the, the buildings. buildings. Yeah, you just kind of walk past and they're like, oh, like, you know, a fire happened here. And they say that this person or whatever, you know what I mean? You yeah. just kind of walk around and like they tell you the buildings, but you don't go in. And I couldn't, I could not imagine going in. I agree. I think it would be really fun to go on a walking tour, or a bus yeah. tour that's like haunted, but not into yeah the setting in which the haunting takes place. I'm, Especially I'm the actual situation like this where some, you know, someone was unalived. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a little different than 
a city that just has a lot of history. Right. Where obviously like through a whole city, yes, people have passed, but like a specific location like that. I don't or like how people there. go and tour like a asi- old asylums no, and stuff. Oh absolute hard no for me. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh um, I'm good. We like spooky. But not but scary. Not- <laughs> apparently we're like oh my god spooky season and every time something spooky occurs we're like we didn't like that (laughs) it's a no from me it's a no from me um we like the idea of it i guess yeah anyways unfortunately this is our last spooky episode and we will be back next week with a regular episode and we will see you guys then bye everyone bye